It's episode 806 of the Roadman Cycling Podcast and it's our special bonus daily episodes covering the Tour de France Femme avec Zwift brought to you by Wapike. Let's cue that intro. Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness and longevity. Now let's get into the show. Well, hello, all you beautiful cyclists. Women's cycling is boring, said no one with eyeballs ever, especially after watching the latest stage of the Tour de France Femme avec Zwift. What a stage we had today. The women finished into the gorgeous Collange La Rouge, which proudly claims the title of one of France's most beautiful villages. And it really is a stunning place. Please Google some pictures of it. It looks like something straight out of a Disney fairy tale. And I've put it on my wish list of places I'd like to see. And I have heard that it's a very cyclist friendly area over there in the summer months as well. So go and check it out. Now, the third stage, it was 147 kilometers long. And even though it had five categorized climbs, the day really was set up for the fast women and we were expecting big things from the sprinters. We really were looking forward to them coming to the fore today. And of course, we were looking forward to seeing the lead out trains. We knew that they would have to do their jobs today too. Now, I'll be honest, sprint stages have never really been my favorite to watch. But over the Tour de France with the guys, I started to really see the allure of watching them. And today was particularly good because there was some breakaway attempts and there was one that was almost successful. A solo rider, wow, she's amazing. She's very she's a very combative rider, Julie Vandeveld from Team Phoenix Deconic. And she went out from really early. She basically did a time trial for the last 60 kilometers. And as she went, she scooped up loads of the available Queen of the Mountain points. And Vandeveld has been part of Phoenix Deconic's really clear plan to target the polka dot jersey over the opening three stages. And I'm going to do a spoiler here. Although the stage win eluded her, she will get to wear the famous red and white polka dot jersey tomorrow. She did an amazing job of keeping it really exciting in today's stage so chapeau. And she was so close to taking the stage win and as I watched the rampaging peloton close in on her in the last you know one and a half kilometers or so my heart really was in my mouth. You could see that team DSM were doing all the work to close her down and finally SD Works realized that they had to start pulling their weight, pull their finger out, you know they had to start riding. They finally realized that they had to contribute if they were going to catch Van de Veld and let their sprinter Weebiz do what she does best and put that power down and sprint to the line and we could see SD Works Ruser, she was on the front row with Kopecky. Kopecky was just behind her, barking orders at her, organising the lead out. And by the way, Kopecky was in a full yellow skin suit today. She was giving main character vibes all day, very much still looking the part in the Moya Jean, very easy to pick out of the Peloton in that really, really cool kit. So they're catching up on Vandeveld here and you could tell that she was in a world of pain. Her shoulders and hips, they're swinging and rocking and her face just looks like she's going so, so deep and 
practically bleeding out of her eyeballs. And I'm sure she could hear that big, colourful, menacing group behind her. You know, she was well aware that they were closing in on her very fast. And she's just pushing and trying to put out every ounce of effort that she had into her pedal stroke to get to that finish line first. But behind her, the sprint squads, they just kept pushing and gaining on her second by second. And Vandervelde had just 10 seconds as she came under the Flamme Rouge. Now, the Flamme Rouge, for anyone who's new to watching racing, is a marker. It's a marker point of one kilometre mark, one kilometre from the finish line. So she had 10 seconds on the chasers when they came to that marking point, the Flamme Rouge. The win still looked possible, in fairness. I mean, stranger things have happened, but the peloton behind her kept closing in and the finish line just kept getting nearer. And once Rousseau's work was done and Kopecky appeared at the head of the peloton, it spelled the end for the solo attacker. She was caught with just about 300 metres to go from the line and Weebies and Voss, Marianne Voss, launched off the front of the peloton to contest the victory in a sprint finish. Weebies came first, Voss second and Lepecki, who had just led her teammate out, came third. It was amazing. And it was so cool to see Voss sprinting for the stage. As I'm always saying, she's here to defend her green jersey from last year. So we know that Voss is a goat. She's an OG and I want to see her win some stages in this Tour de France Femme. But she just didn't have the legs today to go up against Weebiz. The other big, big stars of the day today were the domestiques. And if you've listened to me for a while, you'll know my favourite riders are the domestiques. These are the servants. Their role is to take care of the team member that is captain or the team member that's chosen to contest the win that day. They go back to the team cars, they get bottles or gilets or food and they generally keep them safe and they'll give them a wheel to sit on and they'll give them shelter so the actual contenders can save energy. Actually, speaking of bottles, Demi Vollering got a fine yesterday because she threw her water bottle away, but it landed back in the middle of the group and some riders had to manoeuvre around it, which is quite dangerous. And I think everyone today was being super careful when they were ditching their bottles because I saw some very impressive throws with the women just kind of yeeting the bottles away. But anyway, back to the domestiques. We saw them stepping up today with the teams really taking care of their sprinters. Because as I mentioned, there was about five categorized climbs. And after two hard days of racing and then yesterday's lumpy stage, the sprinters can kind of find it tough to stay in the front of the group. And this is why you need your teammates working for you and helping you. So DSM Fermanek were taking great care of Charlotte Kuhl, who came in a disappointing seventh place for her. It kind of looked like she got hemmed in at the barrier behind the Jaiko Alua rider, Alex. Alexandra Mandley and the same from Little Trek who did a brilliant job of minding Elisa Balsamo and both teams were up front when it came to the sprint but they just didn't have the lead out train or the strength to beat Weebase or Voss. After the win Weebase said Lotte did such a good job in the lead out. I actually already suffered in her wheel. She brought me perfectly. I felt Mariana Voss start the sprint on the right of me and I was able to catch her. And when she was asked about chasing down the solo breakaway, she said, we felt it was not really up to us to start the chase because we still have some hard days to go and we want to not let the other girls go full out. And DSM did it and we helped towards the end when we felt it was necessary. It was an amazing stage. I mean, there's no one that can look at that 
stage today and think that women's cycling is a waste of time. It was absolutely fantastic. And the Tour de France Femme is really just heating up at the moment. And we plough on to stage four. It's back to the hills that we go. And it's a lumpy 177 race into Rodez. And this is actually the longest stage of the event. And it's got an altitude gain of 2,400 metres. The first half of the stage is kind of relatively smooth. We have a couple of climbs, a three kilometre climb at 4%, a five and a half kilometre climb at 4.2% and kind of similar rides until we get to a 2.2 kilometre climb at 7.1%. And then there's a there's a really steep pitch for 570 metres and that's at 10.1%. And those climbs, those lumps, they all come in very quick succession. So the last 20 kilometres of the stage is particularly intense. Now, I think these kind of short, steep climbs in the second half are going to favour the punchy riders in the peloton. And I think we need to watch out for Annemiek van Vluten and, of course, last year's runner-up Demi Vollering because both of them are very dynamic all-round riders. Wouldn't it be so cool to see them both come to the finish line together? If they did, my money would be on Vollering. I think Lotte Kopecky is going to struggle tomorrow on these climbs and I think that she's going to be called in for ser- in for the service of Vollering. Vollering is a GC hope so I think Kopecky's time with the sun maybe is over and she's now going to become a super domestic for her boss. And the same really for yesterday's winner, Lippard. She might be able to contend, perhaps, but again, I would say she'll be working for Van Vluten. The route really does suit Elisa Longo-Borghini and Cecile Utrup-Ludwig and Cassia Nuadoma. So watch out for those riders as well. I absolutely can't wait. Now, before I wrap up, I want to do my little spotlight on the team sponsors because who the hell are they? (laughs) Who are these companies? And today I'm going to cover FDJ Zeus. So FDJ, that's a very easy one. Francois de Joux. They are the operator of France's national lottery. So that's a very straightforward. And Zeus, well, the Zeus Group... They seem to be a water and waste management company and it says on their website that they have been acting to improve the quality of the world and plays a key role in protecting the environment and resources essential to life. So that's pretty cool. Okay, you gorgeous cyclists, until tomorrow. As I said, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. I'm loving doing the daily podcast. There might be a total coup. I might have to take over completely from Anthony. (laughs) But until tomorrow, ride safe.